Thank you for listening to the Celebration Church podcast. For more information about Celebration Church, go to ccacron.org. There you will find information about our church, upcoming events, and how to make a contribution to the ministry of Celebration Church. We hope this message is an encouragement to you. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to pick up tonight. Why are we praying tongues? I think we left off a couple weeks ago on that. Why do we pray in tongues? I think we're on number five. Somewhere in there. Acts chapter 2, why don't we just read that. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Lord, let the sound of heaven fill our church. Lord, let the sound of heaven fill our city. Lord, let the sound of heaven fill Cleveland area, Lord, this, this, this Great Lakes region. Let the sound of heaven fill this region. Lord, we don't need the airwaves filled with garbage anymore. Lord, we don't need this region filled with the sounds of depression and depravity. Lord, let, let the sound, Lord, what, what would it sound like with the sound of the Spirit, the wind of heaven, the sound of heaven blowing through this city, Lord? Let it be, God. Let it, let it come. Let the sound of heaven, the sounds of rejoicing, Lord, the sounds of, of the Spirit, the sounds of worship, Lord, the sounds of declaring the greatness of our God. Lord, let it fill. Let it saturate. Let it permeate. Lord, let it come, Lord. Fill the area, Lord. Let it, let it come, Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. So we pray in tongues because it invites God on the scene. Romans, Romans 8. When we pray in the Spirit, we are inviting God to show up. We're, we're asking, we're stepping in to His presence. In Romans 8, 26, it says, In the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words, and He who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because He intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that God calls us all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. So when we pray in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is helping us, sunantai lambanamai. He's helping us. God shows up on the scene when we pray in the Spirit. He comes and He begins to take hold of us and we begin to take hold of Him. And it's this supernatural Holy Ghost dance that begins to happen as we pray in the Spirit. He begins to pull us in to a place of His presence, a place of safety, a place of healing, a place of freedom. So praying in the Spirit is helping us the Holy Spirit is helping us in our weakness. How many of you have trouble knowing all the time how to pray or what to pray or maybe knowing what the will of God is in a situation? Well, the Holy Spirit is going to help you. So why, when we pray in the Spirit, when we pray in tongues, it's, there is a, a supernatural divine connection. It's more than it is praying the will of God, but more than that, it's bringing His presence to bear in a situation. You know, what we've used, we use this term and, and, and have referenced it recently. We don't use it a lot in, in modern church, but you have, to, you have to pray through. 
You have to begin to pray through. How many of you, when you step into your prayer closet 100% of the time, you feel breakthrough the, the moment you start praying? Probably not. Probably not most of us, if not all of us, are going to say, no, I don't. there are times where you have to learn to pray through. You don't sense a breakthrough immediately. There's not a sense maybe of His presence immediately. And you have to learn to begin to pray in the Spirit. Take hold of yourself. Don't give in to your flesh. Don't allow your flesh to rule yourself. Don't allow your carnal mind, well, I don't feel God. I don't feel anything, so nothing's happening. Have you ever said that before? I don't feel anything, so nothing's happening. Pray in the Spirit. Begin to pray in tongues. Begin to dig that well until you feel and sense and are aware of the presence of the Lord. It's not dependent upon you coming and and. And hearing the, the pastor preach and stir up wells in you, you know how to access the presence of the Lord yourself. Thank God for, you know, for the, the prayer times. And yes, bring the lost and all that we were saying earlier. But at the same time, you have access. You have access. So we're going to bring people into the presence of the Lord, and we're going to live in the presence of the Lord. And guess what? That's called being a Christian. We're going to, we're going to be people of His presence. We're going to know how to press into His presence. How do we do that? Pray in the Spirit. Don't wait on someone else to have to tell you how to do it. You do it. Well, I, I'm, I'm struggling. Maybe there's a, there's a struggle, an area of weakness in your life. He helps soon anti-lambanamite. He helps us in our weakness. Maybe your weakness is an attitude problem. Maybe your weakness is a smoking problem. Maybe your weakness is a drinking problem. Maybe your weakness is a computer problem. Whatever your weakness is, pray in the Spirit. Pray in tongues a lot. A lot, a lot. It's really hard to put the cigarette in your mouth when you're praying in tongues. It's really hard to say things you shouldn't say when you're praying in tongues. You say, Pastor, that's so elementary. It is. And it's so helpful. Pray in the Spirit. This is elementary Christianity. Praying in tongues. So we pray in the Spirit because the Holy Spirit helps us. The presence of the Lord comes and He helps us. What would happen if you spent time every day praying in tongues? What would happen if you spent time praying in tongues every day? Things would begin to change in your life. Now I want you to think about this. The Bible says in James that the words that we say, what, are the direction for our life. Our tongue is like that little rudder on the ship that directs our life. What happens if you begin to pray in the Spirit and allow the Spirit to direct the course of your life instead of your attitude, your weaknesses, your issues? You know, we, we live in a day and age where we make excuses for our weaknesses, we just we make excuses. Well, I don't feel the presence of the Lord, so I'm going to go to a church that doesn't challenge me because I don't feel anything, or or I you know hearing the word of God convicts me, so I don't want to hear that. I just I'd rather hear 
how I'm a good person. Tell me how I'm a great person. You know, that, you know, whatever. Fill in the gap. We make excuses for our weakness. We make excuses for our sin. And the Holy Spirit wants to come and change us. He doesn't want to make an excuse for it. He wants to transform your life. I said he wants to transform your life. You don't have to continue on in the illness. You don't have to continue on in, in the infirmity. You don't have to continue on in, in poverty and lack and brokenness. Does anybody hear me tonight? You don't have to continue on in apathetic Christianity. I'm, I'm giving you supernatural hope right now. You don't have to continue on in a pathetic marriage. Uh-oh. And I guarantee you it's not your husband or your wife's fault. It's yours. Pray in the Spirit. Your weakness. Begin to pray in the Spirit. And He will help you in your weakness. Your weakness is that you don't know how to communicate. Your weakness is that you don't have patience. Your weakness is you don't know how to deal with your conflict. Pray in the Spirit. Watch what happens. My boss, my job, stop it. Pray in the Spirit. Stop judging. Stop passing the buck and say, Lord, change me. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Pray in the Spirit. Step into the presence of the Lord. Watch what happens. Don't run. Don't run from it. Let, let the Holy Ghost begin to direct the course of your life. Let the Holy Spirit begin to set, set the direction of your life. Pray in the Spirit. You know, I, I said this a couple times at the altar, and it bears repeating in the message, so I'll just say it again. Um, stop claiming things that the Holy Spirit never intended for you to have. Stop claiming things. My, my headaches, my, my sickness, my disease, my problems, my brokenness, my depression. My, stop. Can you stop that? Stop claiming stuff God never intended for you to have. You're born again. You're no longer a slave to the, which you ought not be. You ought not be a slave to the, your old life. You've been brought into a place of liberty and freedom. Stop picking up and claiming things that are the old life. And the, and the place to begin with that, now, now I'm not telling you to when you're sick, if someone asks you how you're doing, you can't say you're not feeling well. I mean, that's just silly. Well, I'm feeling great, brother, and you're puking your guts out. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, some people get silly with some of this stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm talking about claiming things and speaking things over your life on a, on a consistent basis that are of your old life. Start speaking Life through the Spirit. Begin to pray in tongues. Begin to speak the Word of God over your life. Begin to allow the Holy Spirit to direct the course of your life. In other words, you begin to speak words of faith. When you begin to pray in tongues, the Bible says, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that you're edifying yourself, right? Everybody still with me? 
Jude tells us that when we pray in the Spirit, we're building ourselves up in our most holy faith, keeping ourselves in the love of God. So you are two things when you're praying in the Spirit concerning what you're saying. You're establishing yourself in faith. You're establishing yourself in the love of God. And so if you're doing that as you're praying in tongues, what happens is you begin to speak those words. The more you pray in tongues, the more that you'll speak in the natural language words of love and words of faith. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, as you're praying in the Spirit, is changing you. He's building you up. You're being edified. So when, you, when you're doing that in your heavenly language, your natural man is being affected. And so you'll start saying Words of love, words of faith. Instead of saying, well, I just, I don't see how that could ever happen. I'll never be free from that or I'll never get healed of it. You'll start speaking words of faith. God says, I'm healed. My sickness was paid for in Calvary. The, my peace, that, that depression is not who I am. I am a person of peace. I'm not a person of depression. Does anybody hear me? Well, my, de- my depression. No, no, stop saying that. My peace was paid for at Calvary. I am a person of peace. I am a person of joy. I walk in the love of God. I walk in the joy of heaven. The, the, this, this same oil that was poured on Christ, the oil of gladness is dripping over the window seals of heaven and is pouring all over me. I got, I got oil of joy marking me, pouring on me. I'm not saying that we don't go through seasons of those things, but you need to begin to speak. How do you get out of that? You need to speak. Pray in tongues. Don't camp out there. Don't camp out at the sickness. Don't camp out at the disease. Don't camp out at at the family issue. Begin to pray in the Spirit. Invite the presence of the Lord into that situation by praying in tongues. And he'll help you in your weakness. He'll bring you into your promise. He'll bring you into the place of promise. He'll bring you. Soon anti-lambanamai, he'll help you. He'll wrestle with you and bring you into a place of blessing. He'll bring you into a place of prosperity. He'll bring you into a place of healing. He'll bring you into a place of freedom. Does anybody hear me? He'll get you out of your muck and your mire and whatever it is you're going through when you pray in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'll keep it up. Praying in the Holy Spirit. He helps us. When we pray in tongues, we pray for others. Verse 27 of Romans 8 says that he who searches the hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because he intercedes for the saints According to the will of God. So when we pray in the spirit, oftentimes we're praying for others and, and even unaware. You might be praying and interceding for, for situations and circumstances and people that you don't even know that, you're, that, that even exist. But the Holy Spirit is using you and praying through you. He's giving you understanding and discernment. And, and your natural mind is, could be totally unaware. But you're interceding. The Holy Spirit is interceding for the saints through you. So we pray for others as we pray in tongues. When we pray in tongues, it helps us pray according to God's will. Let me jump back. Praying for others. How many of you have lost family members? Yeah. When you pray in the Spirit, you're praying for them. 
You know, you can accomplish more by praying in the Spirit for them than you can preaching at them. <laughs> I'm not telling you to keep your mouth shut with your family. I'm just telling you you're going to accomplish a lot more praying the will of God in the Spirit for them than getting on your own pet peeve with them. Right? So just begin to pray in the Spirit. Intercede for them in the Spirit. And when you pray in the Spirit, you're praying the will of God. You are praying the perfect will of God when you pray in tongues. You are bypassing your brain. The Holy Spirit is bypassing your brain. One of our greatest hindrances to understanding the will of the Lord, right? Because we've got to figure it out in the natural. Bypassing one of the biggest roadblocks and praying directly. Isn't this interesting? The Holy Spirit takes what is in heaven, prays it through what's here on earth, and it ascends back into heaven. And the Father mixes what? Our intercession with fire and sends it back to the earth. You just see this, this cycle of the power of God, the, the prayer. That's a, You step into that when you pray in tongues. When you pray in the Spirit, you pray into this divine cycle of intercession and, and divine answer. Now combine that with worship. As pictured in Revelation, when you, when you step into this Holy Spirit, not just sing a song, but when you step into Spirit-inspired worship, what's happening when you're praying in the Spirit, your Holy Spirit's taking from what is in heaven, revealing He's, remember the great Google search of the wisdom of God, and reveals it to us, exactly what is needed in that moment, it begins to pray through us, and we begin to intercede and pray, He begins to download and pray through us, and where does it go? It ascends back before God. It's incense. The Bible says it's incense before Him. It's stored in the bowls of intercession before the throne. And when in His time, He, what? He takes up that bowl and mixes it with the fire from the altar. What's the fire from the altar? The Holy Ghost mixes it with the fire from the altar. Holy Spirit is revealing in heaven, reveals to us. Ascends our intercession back. Now the fire from the altar, Holy Spirit mixed with our intercession and what? Thrown back to the earth. You see this? And then combined in that mix is the worship of the saints. So when you and I step into spirit-inspired worship, it's, it's this, this heavenly dance of recognizing what the will of God is, praying the will of God, interceding, praying according to the will of God. And we're worshiping before his throne for the answer that's already coming. We, the answer may not even have been sent, but we're worshiping. Why? Because it's by faith through the Holy Spirit. Remember, the Holy Spirit is interceding. He's establishing us. He's edifying us in faith and the love of God. So as we're worshiping in the Spirit, we're worshiping God in our intercession. Things we don't even know that we're necessarily even praying for. But it's being established, and then we come along in our natural language and worship, or even in tongues and worship, and it's this supernatural dance. Y'all see that? It's, what a powerful, powerful picture of intercession and worship that's happening right now. This isn't futuristic. This is right now in heaven before the throne of God. And you and I have the opportunity... Every moment to step into this. It's free access. 
You don't need a high priest to come do it for you. This used to be things that the high priest had to do to make happen. Now it's free access for you any moment to step into this. Praying in the Holy Ghost. You're praying the will of God. Do you need to know what the will of the Lord is? Pray in the Spirit. When you begin to pray in the Holy Spirit, he's, he's equipping you. He's downloading into you the resources that you need to accomplish what he's praying through you. As you begin to pray in the Spirit, he begins to download into you. You begin to receive the equipment necessary to accomplish whatever it is he's praying through you to accomplish. If you're praying for that lost family member, that friend. That work situation, whatever it is, he begins to release in you the resources to see change in your life regarding that situation. Now, this is powerful. I want you to, I want you to think about this. If you're praying, let's just use the example, maybe a, a, of a spouse situation. You're praying for a, a, a marriage situation, and, and, and you don't know what to do. But you begin to pray in the Spirit, you have no idea. Your, your natural mind is fully unaware of what, of what you're praying. But you know that you're praying the will of God. You know that your, your intercession is ascending before God. And He is hearing your prayer directly. And it is, it is on the altar of incense. Simultaneously, God begins to change you. Why? Because you're praying in the Spirit. You're speaking words of life. You're speaking words of faith. You're, you're directing the rudder of, of your life is being steered by the Holy Spirit. So all of a sudden, instead of being over here, uh, run aground, your boats run aground over here somewhere in, in relationship trouble, you begin to pray in the Spirit, and He begins to get you back out on the waters, out in the ocean deep, where miracles begin to happen. You see how that happens? You, over here, you're stuck in the carnal, natural way of doing things, unsure of what to do, don't have the direction or the wisdom how to handle it. But when you begin to pray in the Spirit, He directs you out. You're interceding maybe for that situation. You're interceding for that situation, but at the same time, God's changing you. He's moving you out into a place of transformation, new scenery, new atmosphere, new environment. Why? Because you're praying in the Spirit. You begin to see things different. You begin to respond differently. Why? Because you're praying the will of God. He's working in you the will and the do. Philippians 2, he's working in you. He's working in you. The Holy Ghost is working in you the desire, the will of God, and the ability to do it when you pray in tongues. Isn't that awesome? You, you don't have the strength or the ability in your own self. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit. You begin to pray in the spirit and God begins to do the work that needs to happen in you. Simultaneously, he's handling that situation. But the emphasis is on... The emphasis is on... Yeah. 
Some of you had to think about that. Praying in tongues helps you see what God's doing. Praying in tongues gives you spiritual eyes to see what's happening. Romans 8.28 says, We know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. So praying in the Spirit helps you see what God is doing on your behalf. Gives you eyes of faith. Remember faith, your five senses. So your spiritual senses. So faith, praying in the Spirit, ignites your perceptivity. It illuminates your spiritual eyes. It gives you spiritual perception. Helps you to see what God's doing in that situation. You begin to see how God's working it out for your good. How, what does this practically look like? If you're depressed, praying in the Spirit helps you see what God's doing on your behalf. You don't have to stay depressed. It helps give you eyes of faith at how God is working for you. Well, amen. I'm glad you got that. I'm glad that's good for you. <laughs> Praying in tongues helps you see how God's working on your behalf. Praying in tongues helps you to look past that ugly husband of yours and to see what God's doing in his life. Praying, let's take it a step further. Praying in tongues helps you look past your own insecurities and see what God's doing in your life. Praying in tongues helps you look past your own ugly self and see what God's doing in you and how he's changing you and what he's called you to and how he's transforming you. That you don't have to rely on your own strengths. It's not about you, you ugly thing. It's about God working in and through you. You begin to see through the eyes of faith how God is working all things for your good and his glory. Amen? All things. Praying in tongues connects you to the wisdom of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 through 13, it says, But just as it is written, things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. For to us, God revealed them through how? Through the... Is anybody reading this with me? I don't know if the media has it. How has God revealed this to you? Through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. So when you begin to pray in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit reveals to you the depths of God's knowledge and wisdom. So when you pray in tongues, you're connected to the wisdom of God. You don't even, your natural mind is now removed out of the equation and you're receiving God wisdom. Now this is, this is powerful because I don't know if you're like me, but when I'm in a situation, I want to try to figure it out in my natural, my carnal way of doing things is I want to figure it out in my natural mind. What does man's wisdom say about this? What is, what is man's wisdom? What, is, what does A, B, C, D look like in man's wisdom? But man's wisdom is not God's wisdom. But when I begin to pray in the Spirit, I, I am positioning myself to receive heavenly wisdom. If you need wisdom, you go to someone 
who's smarter than you and has been there before, right? If you need wisdom, you go to someone who's been down that path before. Hey, what'd you do in that situation? How'd you handle that? How did you fix that? Praying in the Spirit is going to the one who's been down that road before, already knows the end result, has declared the end from the beginning, and he's releasing the wisdom for that situation as you pray in the Spirit. That's powerful. That'll change your life right there. You can forget everything else I preach tonight and just stick to this one little thing. That praying in the Spirit will... Please don't forget everything that I've said tonight, but get the podcast. But, but praying in the Spirit connects you to the wisdom of God. That one thing will transform your life. If you'll just begin to slow down and pray in the tongues enough to get the wisdom of God on a situation, it, you'll, you'll have breakthrough. The Holy Ghost has already been down that road. He's outside of our time and space and limitations. He's, he knows the end from the beginning. He knows the mind of God. And every resource of, of heaven is available. He is God. And he, by praying in tongues, will in just a moment, in just a moment of time, he can release wisdom. Now, this needs to be a lifestyle for you. Praying in the Spirit needs to be a lifestyle for you. You, you can... Not pray in tongues forever and ever and ever. And then you might be here thinking, well, if I pray in tongues, all of a sudden I'm going to have all these things start happening in my life. Because you shabba shabba for 30 seconds in the shower doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden connected and, and all these things are flowing in your life. This isn't, this isn't rub the magic genie and your three wishes are going to come true. It's not how this works. Praying in the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, living in the Spirit is a lifestyle. Learning that when you want to respond in the natural, you stop and you begin to pray in tongues. When you want to respond in the natural with words of natural man, let me tell you what I think about you. Pause, pray in tongues, and respond with the wisdom of heaven. Just a thought. If praying in the Spirit releases us into the wisdom of God, if praying in the Spirit builds us up in the love of God, if praying in the Spirit establishes us in faith, and we do this regularly, and we have a lifestyle of, of speaking the mysteries of God, and we know it affects what we say and how we act in the natural, then what do you think are the impacts in our relationships with one another, in our relationships with those we work with, in our relationships with those in our home, if we're praying in tongues on a regular basis? Begins to change how we speak words of love. Begins to change how we speak faith over one another. Begins to change how we interact with one another. Does anybody hear what I'm saying? Well, pastor, I pray in tongues and I'm still a cranky person. 
then that means you need to pray in tongues a whole lot more. <laughs> I pray in tongues, and I, I still have, you know, I'm still lacking wisdom. Pray a whole lot more. This isn't 50 years ago, I checked the checkbox, and I, I got something 50 years ago, and I'm doing nothing with it today. Well, you got born again 50 years ago, and you're doing nothing with it today? Yikes, that's not how we operate. Should be alive and active. Right? Thank you for joining the Celebration Podcast. For more information, visit ccacron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father, it's so awesome.